Fans of Comedy on Edge, the podcast, big news. We're, come, we're doing the show live at the Sydney Fringe Festival, September 11 and September 18, 9pm, the Factory Theatre, Marrickville. We're going to be there live. I'll be there. Ryan will be there. Josh will be there. Dave may be there. We're not sure yet. Plus, we've got some big name guests lined up. To get your tickets, visit sydneyfringe.com or check out comedyonedge.com and follow us on Twitter at Comedy on Edge. We'll be announcing some guests in the coming months. Thank you for supporting the show. And now... Let's get to this week's show. Dave, hit the music. Welcome, buddy, to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. It's a full house at Edge HQ. Ryan, special comments, Crawford's back. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's, I've missed you, man. Where you been? Uh, you know, sleeping, eating, that sort of thing. Not not really doing much. No, be no, but just, Gotta be honest. it's not like every time it's like, hey, man, I want to record a podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just busy. It's Yeah, no. It's uh, good for us now? Oh, well, to be honest about it, I was lying. Oh. Yeah. 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 No, I was just, I was just you know, not... Stuff happening. Yeah. I saw some stuff happen at the house one day. Um, yeah, it's not very interesting. It's just... So I thought you could have at least come up with a better excuse. Like, you've known about this for a week. Yeah, but know? that takes effort to come up with excuses. So, you know, yeah. I think I'm... It's a good thing you don't do it. You're not a comedian who has to write things and, you know, come yeah. up with an effort. Yeah, that is good, actually. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, the re- that's the re- useful. Now, you, you've brought a couple of mates along, haven't you? I have, I have. Now, I should... So, we're joined by... Two of the four, oh, three, because you're in the show I'm too. I'm in the show as well. Yeah. The Four Horsemen are coming to the Sydney Fringe. And in the Four Horsemen show, there's five of them. Yeah, because we, we're good at counting, I guess. Yeah. No, actually, the way we're saying it is it's the Four Horsemen now with a bonus horseman. Ah. Yeah. That's that's, and that's me. I think I was the last one to join the show, wasn't uh, I? So you're the yeah. fifth horseman. I am the fifth, yeah. Well, we should probably introduce you to horsemen, two of the other four. So joining us in Edge HQ... Matt Coff, Mr. Matt Coffey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, are you good? I'm good, I'm good. It's, uh, it's okay, man, relax. It's We're just having a chat. It's I've all good. I've never done a podcast before. I'm just... Did you say broadcast? Broadcast. A broadcast. <laughs> it sounds it's more interesting. A, a yeah, we're actually a sitting here. I got a cattle prod. Every time I ask a question, I go, "No, that's not good enough." Zap, yeah. zap. Yeah, that's, that's that. We could market that. That'd be a great TV show. It's a, it's a trap. Pro- for welcome to the broadcast. It's a broadcast. Yeah. And we have another horseman, George. So I. I've probably forgotten your surname, George. Uh, Dimorellos. Dimorellos. I like that you had to think about that. You're like, do I give the real name on my stage name? <laughs> so, George, welcome. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. I am good. Um, yes. Sorry for the restraint. I just know long names are very hard to remember and I don't want to scare people. No, that's long, okay. That's okay. It's okay. It's, there's a, I like that we've got the three horsemen here. It's like... Two of the three have facial hair. and Yeah. Is, is what... I don't know. Uh, sorry. Who are the other two in the show? Uh, we've got Jason, he's Irish. And Jason Cullen? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yes. And Brooke Windred. Brooke? Yeah. Brooke and ja- So, Brooke, Jason, Ryan, George, and Matt. Yeah. The four, 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 and four and a bonus horseman. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so, what yep. da- coming to the Sydney Fringe, what date? Uh, the 4th and 5th of October. At the Factory Theatre in Marrickville at 10pm. Right. So, guys, grab... 10.15. T- 10.15. Yeah. Get there at 10 yeah. o'clock. The anticipation, I love it. Probably helps. It probably helps. Yeah. Well, yeah, get there early. Get on. There's nothing worse than walking into a sh- show. So, what? Where? How did you guys all get together? Like, whose idea was this? I think we've got to give credit to Matt for that one. Matt's yeah, idea. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I put in all the forms. 
Like, <laughs> so that's a credit right there. In okay, that's, yeah. that's a good start. No, he wasn't and subtle he, about it either, was he? <laughs> no, that's cool. Like, where where the idea come from? Like, obviously, the Sydney Fringe Festival came about. It's every September, October, and Matt, we just sitting there thinking, "Day, I'm going to do a show, show because the show is sixty minutes." And you're thinking, "I might do it with some mates." Was that the approach, or you just thought? Um, I think, to be honest, maybe like. Uh, we, I think maybe we, I can imagine we were probably drinking some beer or something and then just thought hey we should do a fringe show that would be cool and then when like the fringe came around I, I did it yeah 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 so like, you just you went on a massive bender and most people either pass out or do something stupid but you just fill in administrative forms he and, thought it was the yeah. binge festival the binge Sydney yeah. binge yeah. festival oh man I hope you should open with that I'm not going to open with no, that no, in not. fact I'm regretting it already <laughs> I'm not editing that out ladies yeah, and gentlemen great. in fact I think I think we've got I think we've got a title for the show it can be this episode can be the Sydney binge festival I like that yeah okay good. as brought to you by Ryan yeah shut up yeah <laughs> so actually tweet tweet at comedy on edge with if you like yay or nay the binge festival joe i like it personally it's quick and on the fly yeah yeah for sure so you guys are in the beards and george you're in the suit man i like it you dre- you just thought i'm in a podcast i'm gonna dress up yeah look i just thought why not look nice to the three people that can see me you know we can assume that everyone else can uh just picture a guy who's in a suit and love him the appropriate amount i this like my attitude i like that have you thought like on the night is it gonna be like obviously you're doing a show together is it gonna be is it going to be a choreographed piece together? Is it going to be like... Because a couple of years ago, mates, friends of the show, Dave Schmeet, Dave Williams, and I think it was Dave Eastgate did the Three Daves show, and they closed the show with a song. Well, we were thinking about like doing um, like the single ladies dance at the end. Oh, that that's impressive. I haven't really discussed it with anyone else. <laughs> um, it definitely hasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, this, I think this could be a winner. Yeah. Well, because Beyonce's in town around that time. I mean... I'd expect she'd pop up to have a look at your show. No, I'm sure. And if you're singing a song, she'd probably come to sue you. So just something as original as ripping off the single ladies dance. Well, yeah. Dave Callan, actually, at the gala this year, Irish Dave Callan from Melbourne, he, he had a really funny bit where he dances to all the single ladies. So I think you have to go with a different song. Mm. But I like the idea of some coordinated dance at the end. What about what about some treadmills? Do the OK Go one. You guys... I, five I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a treadmill. Do any of us have the coordination for that? That's no, the question. Or the treadmill? Oh, I, <laughs> I think I think you're under. If you, yeah. I think you're underestimating the single ladies. That's a tough dance. That is actually true. Yes, it, I'm, it does take some sort of dancing coordination, which is you know strikes me out straight away. I, I don't. I don't do that. It doesn't work. I just. I like that idea. Actually, you get five guys. I say, how long are you each doing on stage? Like, I think it works out roughly 10 to 12 minutes each. 10 to 12 minutes. Well, yeah. how about we cut it back? We all do, if you all do eight minutes each. Are you, are you, in, are you in the show <laughs> now? Oh, I've appointed myself as director <laughs> that now. That was quick. You said, when I hear that there's coordinated dancing, I'm like, someone needs to choreograph this. I have no experience. Uh, but I think if you all do eight minutes each, that's 40 minutes, and that allows 20 minutes of dance time. Which is probably the minimum amount required for some good dancing. Well, I reckon I'll speak to the people at the factory. They'll be like, they're dancing. They can probably give you an extra hour for that. But I think think we can't just go to them, look, we're going to have a crack at the single ladies. We need to come up with a better dance routine. Actually, yeah, yeah I like I like the treadmill one. I think that that's a goer. Yeah, I don't know about moving treadmills around. I don't think I'm going to be doing. What about that. YMCA? That's a beard hazard. <laughs> a beard hazard. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is absolutely. Is that from experience? Yeah. <laughs> How does it? Beard How is that from experience? If it gets caught in the treadmill, then um, no, that's from experience. Me. That's are happened. You, are you oh, well, it was from experience. I had a Batman cape on once, and I was like riding the treadmill <laughs> like a little slippery. So much better than I thought. And like my head, like the cape got caught in, it nearly stuck my head in there. My cousin turned it off just in time. 
<laughs> so you you came on court, you were like, head was dragging towards the end of the treadmill, yeah. and then someone leapt in yeah, and like, pressed stop on the treadmill. Was yeah. this at a gym or? This was last week, wasn't it? This was my cousin's house. I just said night. I like that idea of you like, I'm just going to get fit, going to do a few Ks on the treadmill. Just going to go to the local gym. Oh, where's my Batman cape? It's just like... Yeah. Inspiration. Uh, oh, that's... Need to practice when I'm wearing it later, when I'm fighting crime. So, because I was thinking, because <laughs> obviously on a treadmill you stand up, so your head, your beard's white, and you've got an impressive beard, but it's not quite down to your toes yet. No, yet. Is it going to get there, or...? Um, well, I, I hope so. I hope so. I can only try. How long uh, you had the beard for? Uh, I, I did November last November. Yeah, November, uh, and then just kept going. I just kept, I you just did it in June. You wanted to beat the rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah and it just—it was just been growing since the end of that. Did you just do a mo though in November, or did you do the whole thing? Uh, I thought I, you had to be—it had to be a mo for November, doesn't it? Yeah, no, I shaved the whole thing off, and then like I grew a moustache for November, and then mm. at the end of November, I just let it grow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Let it do its thing. I did November once. That's not pretty. Nobody needs to see that. You're, you're, you're only a shave away because you've got you've got the beard. You got a beard too. Yours is yeah. a manicured beard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's reasonably manicured. I don't actually do much with it. It's just that I have like a version of male pattern baldness. It's just on my face. Yeah, so uh, it, it looks it like works it's out quite well to be designer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, looks, it, looks it looks designed, but it's not. I just I just have little bald patches. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. But I mean, perfectly placed bald patches. Yeah. And, and George, you're not thinking of just a beard. I don't know, Brock and Brooke. It's Brooke. Brooke. Girl's name, yeah. Really, it's yeah. Brooke. Yeah, it's Brooke. But it's how's it spelled? B R R O. No, no. B R. Who's the teacher here? Um, B R O O K. Ah, oh, so it is Brooke, not yeah. like because I was just thinking Brock. I think Brock Lesnar. But uh, oh, Brook, oh, it's like the river, like the, the small yeah, creek the or something. Bubbling yeah. Brook, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bubbling Brook. My yeah. first girlfriend, yeah. Muscle Brook. Yeah. yeah, that's. But Brook and so the other two that. I forgot what's the other guy's name. Jason. Jason. I should know Jason. Jason. Yeah. Tell him like the vampires. I know he Twilight. doesn't have a beard. Does Brooke have a beard? Or Jason has a little bit of a goatee sometimes. That's true. Yeah, like a tiny little one. But Brooke doesn't know. I think are we gonna like because we're obviously there's gonna be the coordinated dance at the end. Are we gonna have coordinated? <laughs> so beards? no, it's obviously. Be- oh, it's, gonna, it's, a, it's a given. <laughs> are we gonna grow beards? What, are you, George? Are you gonna grow a beard for the show? Um, I can give it a shot. Don't know if I got the time frame for it. No, it's okay. Look, I think we need we need to get all this stuff out in the air first. Not worrying about material. We need to worry about look. We need to organise all that shit, guys. You know, like don't worry about material. We need to worry about the look. Like I like at the moment we've got two beards, and it's almost like what. And this, I wish this was a video podcast because it's almost like the evolution. You got Matt, who's in he's in street clothes. He's got the beard. He's got the long hair. Then you've got Ryan. He's got the slightly. I'd say it's work casual. He's got the the vest. He's got the the jumper. The the more, it's a three quarter coat and the beard. And then you got George. He's got the suit. So it's sort of got the evolution of dress. Yeah, and <laughs> in the opposite way, yes. the facial hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it's sort of like I was just thinking if this was if we were a recruiting job for like an insurance salesman, and, and I didn't have time to interview George. Just got the job. <laughs> So, 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 so you selected like, me as the most insurance salesman person here. Thank and you. It, yeah, well, that, that's a compliment. And if George is like, <laughs> oh, sorry, man, I, I don't want to be an insurance salesman, I'll go, well, I'm probably going to go Ryan next I, cab off because he, he styled his hair the, there. The funny thing about that is I, I did actually used to sell insurance. I was an insurance sales manager, um, but I got fired. Oh, so, what for? <laughs> no, it was a redundancy. And oh, redundancy. Like, yeah, yeah. So exciting. Just, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. had this imagination. You just went in there like... One day with a beard and they got rid of me. <laughs> Don't ever do it, George. It's, it's not <laughs> worth it, man. You won't play in the yet. Yeah, keep your suit. You know, just keep wha- keep shaving. Yeah, yeah, I was about yeah. to say keep waxing. You don't wax the beard. Oh, you can if you're really dedicated, I suppose, if you don't, if you don't want to have to shave once every couple of days. Waxing, 
some of these like like because with the beard you got to sh- I I shave once a week. That's my because I've got a I got a three day a week admin. Me job. too. Yeah. yeah. Shave one- wow. I would be impressed if that's, that was the case. Yeah, that's powerful, man. That's like, a, to, that's like a, that's like a superpower. We're gonna have you know? to put up a yeah. picture of your beard actually, just so that joke gets a better laugh. Because people in podcast land are probably just visualizing someone with stubble on their cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a full Ned Kelly beard visual. that Matt's got here. It's, uh, Ned it's Kelly, long. I was trying to think of what the best character to represent that beard was. Yeah. It's definitely like, it's got some length to it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, no modern is. day characters with beards who have that kind of length. No, no, it's either pirates or bush rangers, really. Yeah. And, yeah. Or hipsters. It's, it's not yet a Gandalf hip- level, I, I but it's that, on the way. Yeah. I hate that hipster thing. It's like, did hipsters invent beards or something? No, no, they just made it very, very pretentious. Because I, I, I've been trying to, I've been, I've been trying, I've been working at this since like my early 20s and like, to to kind of look like you know this homeless took a long fucking time, so like I'm <laughs> I'm kind of offended that like people would just be like, hey hipster beard man, because no one said that to Ned Kelly, did they? No, no but maybe they kind did. Of maybe that's why he went on a shooting spree. And he did probably. They're like, oh, you fucking like your fixie, Ned. <laughs> He's like, no, well, this, he, is, he, this, yeah, is, this is not a, this is not some sort of weird cultural parody. This is for real. He said, and then he went and shot a bunch of people. It's yeah, like I got to be honest. If you go and shoot a lot of people. Um, probably gonna respect the beard a little more. Yeah, no, I'm not. Saying, but we're not gonna think of it as like a try-hard pretentious beard. We're gonna think of it as a crazy Ned Kelly beard who shoots a lot of people. Yeah, but see, this is, this is one of my bugbears. I hate that Ned Kelly is revered as a hero because to me, he's nothing more than a cold-blooded cop killer. Is he really revered as a hero? He is. He's a national hero. They've got statues to him. They've got, got such as life tattooed yeah. on them and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. he invents yeah, such as life. He said it. It's his he famous it. last words. Yeah, um, yeah. Really, when he's at. Uh, uh, there's another one yeah it's when he it's his last words when he's at the gala any last words and it's such his life and they hung him but my, pretty hung, good. Hung they him. hung him hung, they no, hung, him. hung or hanged they hung him hanged. He did. in the old days him. they used to hung him <laughs> yeah then they had a hungy with him no but I don't I don't answer your question George you didn't invent it no no, no. but then so. but, such his life pretty sure it's, yeah but yeah it's from it's from Sassay Levy the French and each of those words existed in like their singular form like without being in that phrase beforehand as well I'm so glad yeah, we've got to teach you here. It was just great. ambitious to get all three <laughs> just and invent them and everyone to understand what they were yeah. and mm. do such a lasting mm. phrase. That would mm. be impressive. You can, you can play around with it too, like life is such. That's a good one. <laughs> is life such? <laughs> is such life? And then you can always <laughs> emphasize the different words. Yeah. Life such is. Such is life. Yeah. Well, life is. Such. Such. Yes. The other one about Ned <laughs> Kelly that, like, I love that his mother's last words to him, like, because she was in prison at the same time as him. Big Ned Kelly fan. No, oh, I, no, the opposite. I can't stand the guy. But so I know everything about him. him. I've, read a book, I've read a book about him. Well, this is pretty common knowledge. I, I hate him, so I studied <laughs> yeah. the crap out of that. <laughs> you is that know. what everyone does when they hate someone? <laughs> Just learn everything there is to know about them constantly and yeah. think about them all the time? That's right. <laughs> pretty much. But his mother's last words were, uh, were to him. Die like a Kelly, son. Oh. Now, I don't get, like, I, I, have you ever played that game? Like, obviously, you've played that game where, you know, your last, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be? But, like, would you, did you ever think, like, would you be, you know, because would you walk to the gallows, you know, say your words and then die? I would be, I'd die without dignity. I'd be kicking. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'd be screaming. There'd be tears. I'd try I'd, and shit myself well, just well, to make it uncomfortable for everyone else. I think the thing about that advice too, die like a Kelly, I mean, I, I infer from that that, uh, you know, he's seen members of his family die in front of him probably. Like he knows he's got some examples to go by. Well, he died, what does it even mean? The, the stand at Glen Rowan, his brother was shot in front. No, no, actually. <laughs> Jesus his brother. Let me correct that. 1806. <laughs> That's right. No, no, no. I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, contradicting the resident 
Kelly historian over here. Because yeah. like, how dare you say something incorrect here? Stan Glenn Rowan, his his brother Dan and his mate Steve, they were there was all four of them. One of them got shot, and then these two they killed each other. They suicided. What? So she was telling Ned, "Die like a Kelly," which means like your brother, kill yourself. Yeah, right. And that gutless bastard didn't listen to his yeah, mother. He let the state do it instead. That's just so typical of the of the of the working class that oh, lose their jobs and you know yeah. they go around and kill people and then they won't even have the decency to top themselves. Yeah. It yeah. could have saved that that yeah. taxpayers' dollars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. the guy yeah. in the suit. I think we need to track that. down his relatives and send him an invoice for his. Did, I wonder if they charged for their execution. <laughs> That's such a. They do that in Brazil. Have you seen the movie Brazil? No. Like uh, it's a Terry Gilliam film set in like the not too distant future. It's like you know bureaucracy gone mad and uh you know people if they co- come foul of the law they get arrested and they get taken in they get interrogated um and they get charged for every step of the process so they get to <laughs> it's one of the best lines in the movie they get to this point and he goes you know please give in soon this this you know if it goes on much longer you'll be broke you know <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great concept because in japan if you suicide by train um the family like it Obviously, because it shuts down the train network, the family's billed for that. Yeah, right. So, like, like something like a $30,000. And if you jump in front of a train. Yeah. So, if you oh, stop right, the okay, network, because yeah. obviously, yeah. you know, they've got to clean you up and all that. There's yeah. a $30,000. Really? Yeah. But it's just like just a final there. finger to the family, isn't it? Right it's like, oh, so, you're bad enough to make me kill myself and I'm going to charge you for it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, mum, mum, how's your savings like this week? Oh, yeah. I've got about 10,000 yen. How's your depression? Oh, <laughs> Give it a couple of weeks. Just, just maybe, maybe cut back on the. Chin. Wow, this is getting dark. Yeah, we're getting dark here, <laughs> yeah. aren't we? Especially like when they're broke. Maybe they'll do the same thing. Like jump in front of another train. Yeah, right. And so the circle yeah. just continues. There's an economic cascade happening in yeah. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone there. Like, why that. have I got a three million a three million dollar bill uh, and no family? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, you know, a month old. The whole family's gone, and they're just born into like millions dead. of dollars of debt. Train debt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> The train dead baby. The train dead. It's a baby. movie. We should make a movie out of that. That's great. I think it depends. If we shoot it in black and white and get Björk to star in it, it's got Oscar written all over it. That's true. That's true. She could do the soundtrack. She likes those industrial sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we wouldn't need actually to get voiceover effects of the train. We could no, just get Björk to sing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to Björk, doesn't it? it does. Will Björk be appearing in your show at the factory? Yeah, we asked her, but she said uh, we didn't actually understand what she said. So, <laughs> so there's a slight chance. So of we Bjork assume appearing. yes, yes. Maybe, maybe actually, there's a dance routine you could close with. We're not doing a dance routine. There's got to be a dance. <laughs> we probably... It's oh so quiet. It's like rule it out. That's all I'm saying. Have you seen a we'll film clip? For it's oh so quiet. I, I know the film clip. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's got everyone dancing. The tire, there's tires come to life and start dancing. Yeah, we yeah. could get you guys a tire outfit. Like, can you can you just sing a little bit of that song? Because like, I don't remember it. Oh, <laughs> there are laws preventing me singing, but I'll give it. Oh. It's the laws it's, preventing you singing, dude. I was... this, no one wants to hear me singing. I I got offered a gig once in Guantanamo Bay for singing, and I'm like, oh, this is sweet, but it was just to torture the prisoners. It was good, well paying, but the whole thing is, it's the song is, it's oh so quiet, shh, it's oh so shh. And, and all so alone, to ditch. and yeah, so peaceful yeah. until, and then the big band comes in. Da-na-na-na. You fu- and then yeah, everyone dance. With and he's he breaking your rule, dude. That was a little bit. Oh, there was a little that bit of tunefulness in there. Yeah, yeah, hint of singing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I apologise, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Um, we'll put a warning up there that I actually. Sign. I don't want to break federal law. Well, there's a dance routine we can close with. Have you figured out what order you guys are going to go in on the night, or is it just going to be like? No, we okay. haven't really. No. 
Draw yeah, straws. We're, we're pretty organised. I think. Um, yeah, I think it's looking good, isn't it? Yeah. Two months to. <laughs> yeah. Man, whoever whoever <laughs> has to come up with the bigger costume, like the costume in the dance number, probably has to go first. So. I don't just know. to get changed into it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, yeah. you just want to be, you know, want to be relaxed. Yeah. So I'm thinking whoever's going to be last is going to intro. Like, oh, okay, ladies, you know, thanks. We've had a really just good show, straight into it. and now you, you you came for the dancing because I reckon this podcast is going to go out, and every dance fan in Sydney, all twelve of them, are just going to go. <laughs> finally, a show about comics and dancing. They, they're just going to be queued up. The, the lines. I reckon Century is going to call us the day after this release, like. We're moving you to a bigger theatre. It's been sold out. Yeah. Which room are you in? Sales have gone through the, the roof. Floor. The oh, that's floor. a good room. That's a good room. Yeah, it's like 70, I think, capacity. 110? 110 now. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've that, that escalated very quickly. <laughs> factory <laughs> like floor. Do you say floor? <laughs> no, factory bar. <laughs> oh, the factory bar. Yeah. No, that's... Oh, factory that's, bar. Yeah. That doesn't well, sound I, anywhere near as good. <laughs> factory floor. Yeah, there you go. So sure you, you guys going like, to the bar? I get to see dancing at the factory floor, but now you got the factory bar, so you can just be you can be at the bar drinking as these guys go into their routines and de- wow the night away with dancing. Yeah, that's right. They'll have to be pretty drunk to enjoy that dancing. I can tell you right now. Oh, look, I'm 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 looking forward to this. I'm I'm really excited. This is going to be a good one. What about <laughs> flyers? Have we got flyers and posters organised? Mm, no. no. <laughs> Facebook event. Yeah, we've got that. We've got, yes. We've got that. Yes, okay. we do. Yes, yes. Let's okay, let's that. get in there. Well, we probably, we probably need to, like, obviously the dancing, the coordinating the dancing. I, you've all got some, you've all got time. We'll, we'll probably need a week or two of your leave off work to get into an intensive dance routine. So we probably need to get all the flyers and marketing out of the way first before we get into that. We are assuming that I'm not constantly on a dance routine. And just hoping that it works out and everyone else gets involved. I think all five of us have to be in the same room because it'd be just. Oh, actually, what we could do, we could have. Do you guys know Silent Disco? Y- yeah, that's when you put the headphones on and you you hear it. But like, no one. If someone walked into the room, they just see a bunch of people going mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we can do is all five of you can have a different set of headphones <laughs> to your favorite song that you dance to at the end. And beforehand, like I'd imagine, your friends and family are going to come to the show, so. Matt's friends and family could could wear your headphones. George's could wear his. And then the whole crowd could have the headphones on with the music and they could dance along to you. So we could have five people in a row dancing different. Like I'd imagine, Matt, I don't mean to stereotype, you're a heavy metal sort of guy. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, actually, what, what was the last CD you bought? Or what was the last music you bought? Uh, oh, actually, no, let's make it easier. It's no one. But what was your, who's your favourite band? Or one of them? Um, one of them... Oh jeez! I really like uh, Defeater. Do you know them? No, they're sound metal. Do they growl? I'd uh, imagine they'd be yeah, growlers. More yell than growl, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, George, what's your one of your favourite bands? I'm gonna go with Block Party. Block Party, good, nice okay. and cheesy. Che- no, no, it's not cheesy. That's good. Beaver yeah. would be cheesy. And what about Beaver's yourself, not bad Ryan? though? Uh, what was that, George? Nothing. Beaver's a. Bad- <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, he's got a good song. And last one that. Beauty in a Beat. I did not mind that. I've got to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Someone I, just said a lot more about themselves than they intended to with that one. <laughs> it's one. It's not bad. Anyways, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, I've got to be honest with you, Mark. I hate this question. I just, I never know what to say. Music. Have you is, listened is to an it, iPod today? No. Yesterday? No. Right, Two days me, ago? No. Within the last year? Also, have you maybe. been to a concert? Yeah. I remember. Who was the last concert you went to? The last concert I went to was... See, this is the thing. I just don't remember names of music. I'm just going to assign some music to Yeah, you. go for it. Yeah, go. So, on the night, and I'll assign He's to the obviously other obviously a Bieber fan. You're yeah. going to have Defeater. You're going to have Block Party, but it's going to be really Bieber. Oh, there'll be a technical respect. I'm on to you. <laughs> you can have Billy Joel. 
I don't know why. <laughs> I think you can have Billy Joel. Brock. I did not see Brooke, that coming. So, I keep calling him Brock. Brooke. It is slightly manlier. It's what, got rock. Brooke. Sounds what like Brooke? rock. I reckon. I, I think I've met Brooke. Oh, what's it? I'll give Brooke the village people. Oh, you know, what, you know. Actually, I changed my mind. You know what you can give me? I'm inspired no, by. Uh, I'm, I'm inspired by Mr. Miyagi on the wall. You're the best around. That song, I love that song for okay. the movie. I have yeah. that on my iPod. So yeah, you're definitely. Lucky yeah, so you'll have the Karate Kid well, soundtrack. A very specific option. And then Jason, well, he's Irish, so of course he'll have you too. It's just a given. Yeah. So you'll all have your music. You'll <laughs> he be dancing about you on too stage. <laughs> I went on a car trip to Wollongong. Spoiler alert, he played you too a lot. <laughs> oh, Techie Dave, produce, sorry, producer Dave, yeah. he's always talking about you too on the podcast. Like, you know, Dave's like, ah, oh, Star Trek, you too, Star Trek, you too, something like that. So you guys have got your all silent disco. Now, what we should do on the event invite, you guys put on your song choices that I've just assigned you. And then people can, when they nom- buy a ticket, they can nominate who they want. So, okay, I'm sure Jason, Jason's. Uh, man, I'm getting, I'm just getting bored with the explanation. I've got to be honest. I don't, like, see, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get that many people with headphones on for a start. And then a voting thing. Like, well, I think we're flat no, no, out. Not a we're, voting. We're flat out trying to get a goddamn poster organized to, yeah. like. Don't worry, I'm, I'm taking... <laughs> how do we Look, make it? You so shoot how for do the stars we... and you hit the moon, or vice versa, <laughs> I can't remember right. which one it is. Yeah, yeah. Is it shoot for the moon, hit for the stars? No, I don't know what it is, I can't remember. Like, we have to look it up. Shoot for the is... moon, and if you miss, like, fuck, it's a long way to the stars. I always thought yeah, it was like... That's what I mean, like, as in, it sounds... The moon is big I thought it was, so... shoot for the stars, you might hit a cloud, because we all know clouds have, some clouds have a silver lining. Wow, that's, 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 very deep. that's too many levels there, I feel Man, like. I think that's, that sounds like a Hallmark greeting card, that yeah, one. It's, uh, that's I'm pretty confused bad. now by mm. that. I'd like, do they still have people writing Hallmark? Do people buy cards anymore? I don't know. Cards. I think so. Birthday cards. Birthday you cards. haven't had die recently. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I used to work in a $2 shop and this lady came up to me once. She goes, oh, do you have any Get Well Soon cards? And I was like, oh, no, but we've got um, In Sympathy cards. That was she a just burst into tears because apparently the person was yeah it was touching goal. I just thought I was trying <laughs> to be helpful, that, trying to give us something. That yeah, helpful. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> well, I know. I learned that now, oh, but I just oh, you know. You got to there. We have in sympathy cards. <laughs> 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 you might need to save it for a couple. Am I right, of ladies and gentlemen? She's Am like, right? there's no one here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just working the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's, that's that's up there, mate. That's oh pretty, yeah, that's pretty yeah. It's not it's not one of life's finer moments. No, but. no actually, I've, a friend of mine once um, went to visit a, a, a colleague in in hospital because his his child was was really gravely ill in hospital, oh, and he thought it'd be a nice thing to do to buy go and buy a children's book on the way, you know, something to entertain the kids. And he bought it from Better Red Than Dead, and <laughs> gave it to them in that in that bag. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's that's. Did they say anything or? Uh, I don't think he did say anything with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said a lot with his body language, <laughs> as in like, yeah, which was no. the fist flying towards the face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, that, yeah, that's... Not happy with it, I don't think. But you know, it was like it's one of those ones where you know, you sort of go, well, it's not clearly not intended that way, but it's a pretty big faux pas. But why wouldn't you just like I know like when you go to better red than dead. Maybe mm. just go across the road to the two dollars shop and buy some wrapping paper, or yeah, take it out of the bag. That's something kids just like. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, but, yeah. But you're pretty proud of yourself because you've bought something. So you know, 
you didn't really think about it after that. It's <laughs> tough. I've like, got out of my way to buy something. I don't think I need to take this out of the bag. Yeah, mm. like a kid's book. I mean, because you could say he's going, well, it's optimistic that we think he's going to get better enough to read it. <laughs> so, I mean, that could be like... The, the title of the kid's book was that, you know, Sophie's got cancer and she's going to die soon as well. So, that's uh, that was... <laughs> wow. you know, that was <laughs> I thought no, it was that, that one was... to shut the fuck up and <laughs> yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know what the book was. I was so. wondering why they don't sell children's books in hospitals. Uh, so it was a Mr. Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that line died very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah there's, I like that with this episode, we're wow. really touching yeah. the big issue. We've done cancer, suicide, Ned Kelly. It's dancing. Dancing. Well, dancing, people, people, there's dancing with the stars as a TV show, you know, dying with cancer with the stars. Not so big on Channel 7's ratings list. Yeah. yeah. So, we, so we've got, so we're closing with a dance number. Everyone's going to have the. the it's all that. What what night? Sorry, what night of the week is it? Uh, the fourth is a Friday, and the fifth a, a Saturday. Yeah, that is a safe yeah. bet. Is it going to be an after party or? Uh, might what? be pre party, after party. No, no, you got to. You guys got to be in the zone. You got to. You know, I don't want anyone pulling a hamstring in the at the pre party. Yeah, you got to on the day. It's got to be. So right, the the yeah. Saturday night's the last night of the actual whole festival. Though. Oh, wow. So, oh, is it really? So you guys will be probably oh, yeah. last show on. It's last a, show a, bit, on. It's a bit of pressure. You kick it, you know. That is actually because, yeah, the festival. bang. We're actually doing Comedy on Edge, the podcast live September 11 and 18th. So, come guys, buy tickets to that as the well. Dates. I didn't choose them. I didn't choose it. I... I didn't just pause for one moment. We're actually so you guys are the last week. We're I think we're the opening night, September 11 and September 18th. Also at the Factory Theatre. We're in the other room. I don't know what that the is. Other room. The, the like other the room. The other room. Like no, not the bar. Also known rooms. as the bars. I know. Well, I every year the factory has a different room, so I'm, I'm a different excited. room setup. You know, the factory. What, so what have, we, what have we covered so far? The factory floor, factory. the factory bar. Yeah. There's the factory room. bar. The other. I think the other room. Like you guys, off memory. I think you guys are at the back of. You know we're sixty and six, like in the big room of the factory theatre. Yeah. I think you guys are at the back behind the curtain in there, and I think we're side of stage, the other room. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. but behind then, the curtain while well, there's another stage on that actual. No, room. no, they don't use the big show for the fringe. Mm-hmm. But you also like I'm excited. There's a lot of shows this year, a lot of new people. Like you guys, I'm keen to see your show. I'll break ten o'clock late, but I, I think <laughs> I'll make it. I think I'll make it. Yeah, have you got, have you thought about what you're going to do on the day of the show? Like I. This is my, I've done four solo shows and the day of the show is part, it's, it's a weird day because obviously you've got to get your head in the game, you've got to get ready and all that, but it's a long, like waiting to 10 o'clock, are you going to work on the Friday or? Well, um, being a teacher, I am naturally oh. on holidays uh, during that time, course. so yeah. yeah. So right. well, well chosen time to date then yes well yes, chosen indeed. date didn't choose thank it. you for thinking of all of us it's <laughs> not it's, it's a teacher it's not really the odds are you know it's like oh wow you're on holiday most of the one of the six days of the year <laughs> I'm at work awkward I'll just take them how many sick da- sick leave days do teachers get a year uh fifteen I think what fifteen sick days and they accrue too really oh yeah. really wow. so if it you, seems disproportionate. But then again, you are with kids. You are in a petri dish. Yeah, they carry a lot of bacteria. Fifteen a year isn't that out unusual, is it? I think it's. I think it's more the extended. So I remember I used to. But when you take out the strike days and you know holidays and all that sort of stuff, doesn't really leave much left. So did you get um, on top of that? Do you get like mental health days? Uh, Or is that included in the sick days? Uh, mental health days. Uh, Isn't mental health days just something that people made up to sort of cover for the fact that they were chucking sickies? Can like, you actually uh, wake up in the morning, call your boss, and say, "I'm feeling depressed today"? I want to. Yeah. yeah. Well, depression's an illness, mm. so yeah. Yeah, anxious. just for today though. I, I think I think the not advice I think the advice would be though not to just for the like I mean it, it shouldn't be stigmatized, but it is. Yeah. And what about like I'm you get sleepy. 
We get fax days. Sleepy? What? Fax days. I think it's like family and something. Family and oh, I thought you like you get a day off to learn how to use a fax machine. I was like, that's fair enough because they're tough to use. Yeah, no, 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 no. We don't get days off to use a fax machine. <laughs> we have to do much more boring shit. On Let's go on strike days. for that. Teachers no. need a day off to learn a fax machine. <laughs> what do we want? Fax instructions. When do we want them? Nineteen ninety eight. This fax is still used. Like I, my office job, there's a fax in there, and he's at the time. I remember. When, do you remember? I remember as a kid, faxes came out, and I thought this is amazing. This is the future. Yeah, but yeah. then the f- how easy it is to email and scan something to someone. Faxes are the most obsolete piece of crap m- technology, and they're still being used. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I heard something go this kid technical and boring, but I heard that like there's some industries like law. In oh, he's right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, Sorry, dude. Yeah, you're going to sleep. Um, where it's like still pretty necessary to use them because of the like the nature of the documents they use. That's the only way you can really capture them. I don't yeah. know. I might be making this shit up, but I think they still use them pretty uh, pretty heavily in the law. Well, in in the one law. of my past lives, I used to work at a bank. Which one? Not that one, but it was close. And we used to like there was one account that they used to have an investment account where if you wanted to withdraw money, yeah. you had to fax in a request, and you had to give like three days. Like it was a really it was designed so people didn't touch their money. Yeah. So that was all my because you get like you had to, and I think you had to have to have your signature authorized by the local bank de- the branch dealer to do it right so that it just made it really impossible and yeah a lot of angry people yeah i think generally speaking um banks are pretty slow on the uptake with technology i suppose it's because they think you know stable and don't want to lose people's money or something i don't know but well, are just... they smart <coughs> are they not like because i mean a lot of companies ru- like you look at these startups they rush in with a new thing and they don't last yeah banks make billion dollar profits so maybe maybe they're just like okay we'll just sit back We'll see whether this fax machine thing flies, and if it does, we'll get into it. Yeah, right. Maybe install it next year. Have see you thought what? of sponsors for your show? No, we were. We haven't. could get maybe a fax. Canon faxes could sponsor it. Yeah, you reckon they'd be interested? Oh, look, I think why wouldn't they? Ten o'clock. You know, you've got the teachers. I'm sure the teachers will be all at your show. It'll be. I think it, the audience will just be all teachers. To I mean, be I'm sure the marketing yeah. department at the Canon fax factory's got heaps of money to piss away on. <laughs> On all sorts They've of stuff. They've already spent on everything else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I mean, yeah, what I mean, we might do is listen. They need to the... tap into the niche market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've saturated everyone. They right. random comics doing <laughs> a show. That's right, yeah, yeah. So what I think we need to do, guys, comics, if you're out there, um, everyone who listens to the show, tweet at Canon Facts and get them on board to sponsor the Four Horsemen show of the Sydney Fringe. I think we can get something, even if it's just a baseball cap or something. They'd, they'd have their promotional material laying around. Like, are you guys willing to have, like, on the stand... Maybe, you know, a banner for cannon behind you or, or better yet, a cannon that shoots out fax machines into the audiences. I don't know if the insurance <laughs> covers that. I take you've all got liability so, insurance. The fa- the and all members yeah. do need to be flexible and <laughs> agile <laughs> to dodge oh. the flying fax machines. I think I think we should do that. That would be great. The only problem is, like, the, as soon as I mention cannon, I... With the festival shows, you've obviously got it. You, as you'll know, you've got to have liability insurance. Oh. And I remember what, yeah, yeah. From Death of Laughing? No, just if it's yeah, more if I would not. expect that. If you hit someone in the head with a flying fax machine, or it's more if, like, it's more for, like, if you drop, say you drop the mic stand and it hits someone in the eye, someone like that. But I remember, like, when I did the fest, like, the last two years' show, I've done themed festival shows where I really wanted to have pyrotechnics in my show. So I rang up my insurer and I'm like, hey guys, can I get... And they're like, yeah, yeah, we can arrange for that. 
it'll be $20,000 yeah. just to insure it. So You think that's explosive. How about these premiums? Yeah, so insur- that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Look at yeah. this. He's, he's on. So who is this salesman? He's fantastic. You can, take him, you can take Ryan out of the insurance game, but you just can't take the sales spirit out of him. Yeah. Can yeah. you just do the pyrotechnics and no insurance and hope it all works out? No. No, that's oh no! You're just asking for it. That we've done. I've done. It's a lot like drunk driving. Most of the time, you're fine. Google. Um, there's a yeah. White Snake concert in Chicago where like 160 people died or something. It's yeah. Uh, it's, I I'd think, be going I don't know if insurance covers you then. No, no. If it's one, I think once it ticks over like plus 20, as long as it's not as long as no, as long as it's not going to be your negligence, anyway. you're fine. <laughs> you, get, you take your insurance and you just you know you take a machine gun to the concert. That's how it works. Like that. It's all right. I'm covered. It's yeah. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> make you down. That's fine. Right. Relax, everybody. I'd yeah, love to see the reviews of that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He killed. Bloody yeah. fantastic. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think I think it's time we wrap it up. So, who's? I think well, actually, all three of you. Here's the challenge: pitch our listeners why they should see your show, George. Why should the, they come and see the Four Horsemen October fourth and October fifth at the factory? Um, offer something new. I think we will be going. St- different places each so you're going to get a range and it's going to be all extremely hilarious based on what I've seen so far well that, that's like that. good Ryan why do you think we, the, the, the listeners should come along oh I mean first of all there is now bonus horsemen for the five for the four horsemen which is you know five for the price five for the four. price yeah, that's, that's you know in anyone's language an absolute bargain and you know come out support live comedy I'd say we're all trying to get off the ground here we're all uh, new comics up and comers as you as you as you might like to call us, and uh, yeah, it'd be a great show. Good night, night of live comedy. Why not? Sweet, and Mr. Matt, the man who put in the forms. Here's your pitch, buddy. Why should um, they say it? Uh, well, look, the, I'm so distracted. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry, Matt. Uh, sorry, I just need to know how long we've done. Thirty-seven. Okay, probably- so Matt, why should people come and see the show? Uh, well, the forms were done really well, and uh, you dotted your eyes and crossed your lowercase. Oh yeah, I went for the, yeah. I wow. lowercase, <laughs> your lowercase J's. Lowercase Why? Why? Because there shouldn't have been any J's in no, there. So what what is Swedish? You cross most letters yeah. in Sweden. Yeah. Well, um, thank you. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so it's that. Uh, I guess there's a fairly diverse range of people who are going to be talking to you at this particular night. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, you get to check out some pretty cool facial hair, as we've we've talked about. Um, Georgie wearing a suit. Would you be willing I to shave... I don't know if anyone laughs at you when you're in a suit. Would you be willing to shave your beard off on the night? No. <laughs> if the show's <laughs> sold out, if both nights sell out by, say, September 20th, would you be willing to shave your beard off? Oh, it's September 20th. That's a, if 140 people bought... Come on, dude, it only takes a few days to grow. <laughs> I mean, it'd be good. You could get a fresh start for November. Like, you'd be closed in October and you could start the regrowth from November. He really doesn't look sure, does he? I don't, I don't uh, know. Uh, how about by the 19th, September 19th? September, all right, there's a challenge, ladies and gentlemen. September 19th, if we sell 140 tickets to this show, and it is an awesome show. The boys are funny. I've seen them perform live. They've been funny tonight. Brooke couldn't be here, but I'm sure he's just at home. He's writing, he's honing, he's crafting. And Jason, Jason, Jason's a funny guy. I did a gig with Jason in Wollongong, and he just destroyed down there. So they're at home. So if we sell 140 tickets... To the Four Horsemen, Ron, 
No. Well, Ryan can shave his beard too. No, Ryan... no, that's not happening. It's all Matt's. This is Matt's. No, beard. Matt. No, no, no. Man with man with the forms. Man with the forms. Oh, there, there you go. All right, Matt's gonna shave his beard off. So this show, I'm excited. You get to see five comics for the price of four, all smashing it and destroying it. Just the bar at the factory is just going to be laugh a palooza. At the end, there's going to be a there's going to be a cannon that shoots fax machines out. And at the end, we haven't decided on the dance. We I think what we'll do is they're going to do the Beyonce single lady dance on a treadmill while dressed as the village people, all doing silent disco, dancing to a different thing, and you get to dance along. That's a show, boys. That right there is definitely a show. I know. I think there's only... If you deliver this, it's going to be the greatest show ever. If we get to the night and you're just like, look, we've just got some amazing stand-up comedy. We're going to have to lose all the props. I think they're in with a winner as well. Yeah. yeah. So before we wrap up, we, how can we follow you? Well, obviously, check out... Sydney, I think it's sydneyfringe.com for the show. We'll post a link on the comedyonedge.com website. On Twitter, Matt, you're at Twitter, at... Uh, Mr. like MR, Matt... Coffee spelt with an a Y instead of two E's like the drink. So, Mr. Matt Coffee, George, your uh, George, the name of the moment at uh, George. Prince. So at George Dimare. So D I M A R. I thought you might have been asked to give to change your name out of respect for the royal baby. Did you think of that? Well, actually, it's a little known fact that the baby was partially named after me. Really? Yeah. As they see- looked at all the Georges in the world and they said, "We're not sure yet." And then they saw me and they're like, "We might as well." That's pretty. See, my I think I think lift that, up the average is actually I what think, I was saying. So it's I think Will thing. and Kate are Seinfeld fans because they've called it George, Jason Alexander, Julia Louise Dreyfus, Costanza. <laughs> so I think it's, it's a name. It's a yeah, it's, we have a Seinfeld baby. Costanza. Costanza. Can't Finally. Can't danger. And Ryan, you're on, you're on Twitter at Ryan the Crawford. The Crawford. Well, yeah. thank you guys. Be sure check out their show. Also check out the Sydney Fringe. We're doing a Comedy on the Edge podcast live. Check that out. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a, give us a rating, give us a review. It really helps the show and it costs us nothing. And if you like this podcast, tell your friends. We'd love. We've got a lot of you listeners, and we thank you. But we'd love a lot more or a few more. That'd be good. Anyway, I've been your host, Mark Williamson. Follow me on Twitter at m underscore w underscore o h. Have a great week. And Ryan, hit the music. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>